Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. I thought it might be pretty interesting to spend some time thinking about a little quirk of human nature. When we deal with new people, new situations, new circumstances, what do we see first? What do we notice first? The fact of the case is that we tend to notice the different, the unusual, the unexpected. We see something that is different than we think it ought to be. Sometimes we see the familiar, the expected, what we thought we were going to see. But in those situations, we seldom have any thought about it, any reaction to it. It's a kind of a ho-hum sort of thing. But most anything that actually gets our attention includes some element of unusualness, of differentness, of unexpectedness, of bizarreness, maybe. We look at what doesn't belong. Let me share with you a brief excerpt that kind of makes this point on a global level. Wherever we go, across the Pacific or Atlantic, we meet not similarity so much as the bizarre. Things astonish us when we travel. That's a prize nobody else, Miriam Beard. In this quotation, we see a fairly simple point. When we go someplace new or have some new experience, we respond to the difference. Everything seems unusual to us. We're surprised by events or circumstances or particular features. The same thing is true when we meet new people. Our first response tends to be in terms of their appearance, their language, their personality, their demeanor, various kinds of qualities that separate them from the people we're used to, that separate them from us, if you will. Let me share with you then another illustration that somewhat expands on this basic idea that we tend to respond first to the new, the different, the unexpected. Once we've done that, then we can come back and focus on what we might learn from really thinking about this. Whether venturing out to cross an ocean or merely considering what's already at hand, you are frequently astonished. You see the different, the bizarre, the unusual, the pieces that don't quite fit. You also see the similarities and common aspects. Many people tend to see most events and situations as new or unique. You attend to what you haven't seen before, what you don't understand, those elements that are atypical or unusual. However, you first see the extent to which each event or circumstance fits into a familiar pattern, into the context of prior experience. Whether the fit is slight or more pronounced, the points of congruence with available knowledge and information are your initial reference for thought, perception, and intuition. You move on from there but first use the connection between the past and present to prime the pump, so to speak. It is sure human nature to respond first to the unusual, to the different, to the unexpected. I think that there's very little way of getting around that, and I'm not sure we should. It lets us know what we should focus on, what's most interesting, what we would do well to pay attention to. Even so, we can get distracted by these differences, by what's unusual, by the new, by the unexpected. 
and never get past that. We can kind of get stuck on the unusualness, on the difference, on the dissonance, if you will, and never get around to really thinking about or focusing on the familiar, what is like our previous experience. This is particularly true when we meet new people, when we have interpersonal experiences. We tend to focus on those differences and sometimes never get past that. What I would like to suggest is a little exercise. The exercise is when you meet somebody or even someone you can think of that you've met before or are familiar with now that seems unusual, that seems different, that you're having some kind of a reaction to, very consciously and intentionally filter away the differences, filter away the unusual, filter away those qualities or characteristics that you're having a reaction to, particularly if you're having a negative reaction to them, and see if you can find the familiar. See if you can find the part of that person, the aspects of that person, the dimensions of that person that seem normal to you, that seem regular to you, that seem familiar to you. I think the advantage of doing that is that we begin to move ourselves back into a place where we can get a perspective. We can see the real person, so to speak, the underlying person, if you will, the person separated from those particular and specific qualities and characteristics we react to as different or unusual. From there, then, we can begin to integrate those differences, the unusual, the aspects that were unexpected, but we're integrating that into a sense of a person as someone real, someone very much like us, someone familiar, if you will. Will this help a lot? Sometimes it might, but usually it only helps a little bit. It only makes a little bit of a difference. What is that difference? It gives us a more focused relationship with that person, a more focused perception of that person. It lets us see them first in more human terms. It gives us the opportunity to develop a more humanized orientation, a more humanized relationship with them. Is that a good thing? Sure, I think it is. That then brings me to today's tip. When dealing with people in interpersonal situations, filter away the unusual, the different, the unexpected, and focus first on the familiar.
music by Kevin McLeod.